that God's got the last say so, then our peace comes. The peace of God comes only as we surrender to the sovereignty of Almighty God. When you listen to Job, you hear it over and over again. You know the Old Testament, the Old Testament character Job, who was a patriarch. Patriarch means Job lived the time of Abraham and Enoch. It was Job that didn't understand what was going on. It was Job that said, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. That, that's, that's, that's a mindset that whatever Job didn't have answers for, whatever appeared as a puzzle, he knew that his God was going to make things fall in place. I had heard that about him. God is so deep. His four so-called friends, each representing something different, Eliphaz, uh, Zophaz, all, all his friends, which represented tradition, represented, amen, critical church folk. Yeah. Represented people who can see everything you do but can't see nothing they do. And when they judged Job, at the end, God told Job, now you got to forgive him. I'm going to deal with them, but you got to forgive him. And then Job said, well, I had heard about him with the hearing of my ear. But now, after going through all this, my eyes have seen him. My eyes have seen him. This providence, this pro video, uh, as we begin to absorb that God already put in place a puzzle, it's a puzzle to you, it's plain to him. Do I have a witness? And, and, if, and if you read the Bible and study the Bible, you understand nobody really knew where they were going. Nobody had any idea what they were doing. But God is able to turn your puzzle into a perfect picture. Do I have a witness? That, 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 is, that, is, that is, for Abraham, his puzzle was directional. It was leaving the Ur of the Chaldees and getting into Canaan. And on the way to Canaan, it's always on the way. On your way to perfection or maturity, there are going to be some challenges, Doc. On your way. And on Abraham's way, he got stuck in Haran 15 years. Then went down to Egypt because of a famine. And God had to engineer him back into Canaan. God had to come along and send a tow truck to get Abraham out of trouble. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and not only Abraham, here's Moses, a known fugitive for murder in Egypt. And when he ran out of Egypt into Midian, married Zipporah on the backside of the desert raising sheep and saw a sight one night on a mountain. He saw a bush burning but not consumed. He said, I got to go see this. And it was there that God drew him, this fugitive, only to say, I'm sending you back to Egypt to go face to face with Pharaoh to tell him to let my people go. Let me, let me stop pausing for A lot of us want to be used greatly by God, but we don't want to suffer. I, I don't know what God you talking about, but when God uses you, you got to go through something. You, you, can't, you can't be all flighty and and free of pain, and free of, free, free of confusion, and uh, can I get a witness? Get up in the morning, hit your phone, and find out the 15 people that texted you last night, and can I get a witness? And, and on it, come on now, on the internet, on, on, yeah, 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 on all of these things, and, and, and God is nowhere to be seen. No, 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 that ain't God, Doc. God calls us into, into situations that'll make us grow. Can I get a witness? You ought to be growing from everything you go in and come out of. 
God going to grow you up in your marriage. Won't he grow you up? Marriage is not for you to have your way. Marriage is a negotiation. Can I get a witness? Well, I don't like grits. Can you fix something else? Can I get a witness? Y'all ain't praying with me. Help me, Holy Ghost. Marriage is not for you to have a room to yourself and got a padlock on it and nobody else can go in there. Hey, that ain't marriage. You should have stayed single. Come on now. Ma marriage is not for you. Amen. To holler the rest of your life in ecstasy. There's some painful episodes that we got to go through, Doc. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and listen, pain will teach you ah, how to praise him. A little, a, little, a little pain will balance your privileges. Do I have a witness? You, you fall into some pain. You'll learn, amen, to give him the glory. Your eyes will get off yourself. Won't they get off yourself? You'll learn to praise him in the morning and praise him in the car and praise him in the kitchen and praise him in the bathroom and praise him. You'll learn to praise him. You'll learn to praise him. You'll learn to thank him in all things. But it's not until we accept his providence that we have peace. See, Satan can't mess with me nor my mind if I'm in a state of thanksgiving for the providence. Lord, I'm where you want me to be. I'm here at your disposal. And whatever you want to do, go on and do it. Can I get a witness? And whatever comes my way is from you, and I accept it. I accept the challenge. I'm not running from everything that I don't like. I'm learning to hold up under the grace of Almighty God. I want you to see something real quickly. I'm going to get out your way. That is, when we begin to look at this matter of this puzzle, this puzzle, Galatians, Paul puts emphasis on his call of faith, the, the acceptance of his call, the, the friction of his call, Lord have mercy, the freedom of of his call. Now, 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 you need to understand that, 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 that Paul, Paul, it was Paul who was a lawyer, a Pharisee, who sat under Gamaliel, one of the heaviest profs at the University of Jerusalem. There was two profs that if you sat under, you were brilliant. Nicodemus was one, and Gamaliel was the other. And Paul sat under Gamaliel, Lord have mercy. And, and Paul, Paul, his aversion was to legalism and the law and Judaism, hanging there with me, and, and that's why he says, stand fast therefore in the liberty wherewith Christ have already made you free. Let me stop for a part. Some of us are struggling with stuff that we've already been freed from. Because Satan has given you a psychological blockage that you're not free. Mm -hmm. so, 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 so Paul comes along being a Jew, Hebrew, Hebrews. His resume is in Philippians 3. I, I, I was, amen, I was circumcised the eighth day. Boys in the Hebraic tradition were circumcised the eighth day. I was, amen. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a Hebrew, Hebrews. I'm pure Jew. Hallelujah. And uh, I was a Pharisee lawyer, so we know he was married because you couldn't be a Pharisee without a wife. Where his wife went, we don't know. She probably left him. <laughs> Praise the name of Jesus. And, 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 and Paul said, I, I persecuted the church. I pulled down the church because of my zeal for the law. But I press my way 
to the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus. Are you, are you getting this resume? That is, that is that Paul, amen, confesses that he was blind as a bat with sunglasses on. See, you can have a zeal, but not according to knowledge. Can I get away? You know, you got a lot of folk in church with zeal. You can be zealously wrong. You can be zealously wrong. I, I believe the scripture saying this. You ain't nowhere near the truth, baby. Kill it. And it's then between revelation and illumination. I'm, I'm not going too deep into this. And it's then between the revelation, illumination, and inspiration. Do I have a witness? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to all that. That is that Paul... In, in the book of Galatians, amen, is going through some confusion, some conflict, some cancellations, but his call, Kaleo, his call, the providence of his call, Lord have mercy, coincides with what we see in Jeremiah 1. And God, God told Jeremiah, <laughs> uh, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. Now, woo, at an embryonic stage, before you entered into the embryo, I already knew you. And then I sanctified you before you came out your mother's womb. That, that, that helps us with election, doesn't it? I'm the potter, you declare. Doesn't it help us with election? I chose you before the foundation of the world. I sanctified you. Amen. I cherished you. I, 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 come on now. I, I, that, that's why, see, that's why Bible students, listen, let me get out your way. When you hear scriptures like this, we are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Well, how can I be seated in heaven when I'm in a pulpit on earth? <laughs> and the reason I can be seated is because my life is an aftermath, Lord have mercy, of what God has already ordained. Can I get a witness? That, 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 is, that, is, that is that God in his kaleo, it's a placement. It's a power, it's a peace, it's a perfection, maturity, that, that, that God, amen, knew me back when. So here comes Paul. Paul. Paul even says this. Now I'm trying to give you some education before we get to inspiration and revelation and illumination. Y'all right. need to come to court. Yes. Some of y'all ain't even got a Bible out. Ah, uh, that is, when you understand the majesty of God, when Jesus died on the cross for the sins of the elect, the elect had already been elected. The elect had already been sanctified. The elected didn't have to search for him. The elected was solicited by him. No man can come unto me unless the Father first draw him. Do I have a witness up in the house? And all that come to me, I've lost none. No man can pluck them out of my hand. That's, see, all that's eternal security. Can I get a witness? That, that, that is, that, that is, mom, that, that, that is, when I think about what the scriptures say, every step of my life, though I was in danger on earth, I was already delivered and protected by an all-wise God. Had an angel, Hebrews 1.14, that was assigned to the elect. To bring them home safely. Lord Jesus. When I'm talking about safely, I'm, I'm talking about where well, you don't end up in hell. Can I get a witness? 
And, and, and see, saints, the problem in the church is that we think we're better than others. And, and the Bible says, out of the same lump, lump of clay, comes the unsaved and the saved. The difference is God pulls you as a piece of clay out of the lump ah, of, Lord have mercy, of total depravity, and God starts to refashion you. Lord have mercy. Are y'all getting this picture? See, that's why we got to praise him, because we had nothing to do with nothing. Nothing from nothing leaves nothing. Can I get a witness? For by grace, love you don't deserve, are you saved through faith, and that's not yours. It's a gift of God, lest any man should boast. Now, let me tell you why you got, we got to go back to these elementary scriptures like Ephesians 2.8, so that you don't think you all that in a bag of chips. So you know that the only reason you are saved and sanctified, amen, is because of God's mercy. He felt sorry for you. He elected you. Ephesians 1, he chose you. He predestined you. Do I have a witness? It's not who stopped fornicating that God saved. Don't get quiet now. It's not who stopped lying and gossiping and stealing that God saved. Ah, God said, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy and I will pardon who I want to pardon. The two twins was in their mother's womb. Neither had sinned. And God said, Esau, I hate it. And Jacob, I loved. Man, we, this kind of stuff messed me up. Because all the partying I did, all the mess I was in, all the slickness. Yeah, we were slick, huh? That's why when members come up here trying to get slick, I look at them like, where did they come from? I done did all that. I done did all that. I done did all that, Doc. I could sit on the couch and bring tears up and cry and lie. And if you can't cry and lie, you ain't experienced that. I did all that stuff. Oh, Lord. Didn't the Lord bring us from a mighty long way? I was overseas in 71, and they had what they call a Monte Carlo. We was at a, we was at a top secret uh, site on top of a mountain, M16s, 45s around the gates. And they, they said, all right, it's Monte Carlo night. And they gambling. And I remember with the dice in my hand. And, and they, they fading each other and all that. And I'm, I don't know, I'm 19, 20 years old. I said, give me the dice. I said, Lord, help me out. Whew. I threw seven, seven straight times, man. So the guy said, well, Gordon, you're only putting $5 down the throw. I ain't going there, Doc. I ain't losing my little pay. In other words, I did everything folk going to hell did. But I was exempt. Are y'all getting this picture? Because God's grace had already paved out a way. Lord, have mercy. Can I get a witness? Jesus didn't die for the not guilty. Jesus died for the guilty. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm guilty. I was guilty. I am guilty. And next week I'll still be guilty. <laughs> check it out, check it out, check it out. Look at chapter 1, verse 11 real quick. God engineered Paul's reception of the gospel, but I certify you, brethren, that the gospel, good news, 
But what is the good news? That Jesus Christ is our substitute. He's the substitutionary offering. You know what a substitute teaches. You go to school, you walk in the class and say, who's that? It's a substitute teacher. Jesus was our substitute. He was our sacrifice. He was our stand-in. Can I get a witness? See, the good news of the gospel, and the church ain't even preaching this no more, is that somebody died in my place. Somebody was nailed to a cross. Somebody ankle bones were nailed. Somebody had a sword pushed into their side. Somebody was spit on, made fun of. He saved, him, he saved others, but he can't save himself. Can I get a witness? They mocked him. Didn't they mock him? They laughed at him. He didn't do that because he messed up. He did it because we messed up. The gospel is the good news. And Paul says, stay with verse 11, the gospel which was preached of me is not after man. It's not after man. Like that girl coming out of Sunday school, a little girl coming out of Sunday school, and these atheists, Ingersoll, the, the industrialists, around the 1700s, the Enlightenment period, they would, their, their, their joke was to catch Christians and to test them in the Word of God to see if they could trip them up. So a little girl coming out of Sunday school, and Ingersoll and his boys were on the corner. They were all geniuses. And he said, excuse me, little girl, you coming out of church? She said, yes. Can I ask you a question? She said, yes. How did Jonah, how did Jonah stay alive in the whale's belly? She said, I don't know. When I get to heaven, I'll ask him. <laughs> so Ingersoll said, well, suppose he's not in heaven. She said, then you ask him. <laughs> That, that, that is, it's not after man. Are y'all with me? Look at verse 12. For I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. Now the word revelation, uh, there's no more revelation. We got to preach this today, preachers. There's no more revelation. And if y'all don't believe this, out of this pulpit. Come on, I had a revelation. You ain't no revelation. You ate a pork chop, slept on your back. You had a nightmare. You ain't no revelation, Doc. Ain't no more revelation. Revelation stopped with the book of the revelation. The last revelation was Jesus Christ as Lord. There's no more revelation. There is illumination. Light bulb goes, there's inspiration. Do I have a witness? See, this is why the church is all messed up, because your favorite... TV preacher that you send all your money to. He's sitting up there lying every Sunday. Well, I had a I had a dream. Now don't get me started up in here. I've had a lot of dreams. I had a dream that Godzilla was chasing me. I had a dream that a witch on a broom was chasing me. I had some dreams, Doc. Can I get a witness? And if you are trying to make, put God in a bottle that the only way he communicates to you is through a dream, you're blind as a bat with sunglasses on. Because God's first communication is through the word. Thy word have I hid in my heart. His word. So if you ain't reading the word, God ain't communicating with you. And then if God can't get your attention in the word, he'll rearrange circumstances. Oh, I know he will to get your attention. Can I get a witness? That, that is, child of God, he says, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. Now, the history around this preaches is that Paul, once saved, went into the desert of Arabia and was with Jesus face to face for three years. Face to face. 
That's when Paul got caught up to the third heaven. Jesus took him to the third heaven. First heaven is the sky. Second heaven is the universe. Third heaven is his throne. Paul says, I don't know if this was an out-of-the-body experience or in the spirit experience. I don't remember all that, but I just know I woke up in glory. Now listen to Paul. I woke up in glory, and what I saw was inexplicable. I couldn't articulate what I saw. And the angel said, don't write everything. Can I get a witness? God will take you and I through some mysterious situations to sanction himself. So when doubt comes, you remove it. Can I get a witness? When trials come, you can think past it. I've spent time with the master. I've seen. Come on now. The Lord is good, and he's a stronghold in the time of trouble. He, he, he was face to face and was taught by Jesus. Now, why, why is that important? Because Paul says, I was one born out of due time. The due time is a direct communication to the other apostles. I didn't come along with Peter, James, John, and, and Bartholomew and the rest of the boys. I came afterwards. They already had their apostolic authority when I was knocked down on Damascus Road. So my very conviction and authority came from Jesus. And, and, when, and when you get to Galatians 2, Peter Peter and Paul, Peter and Paul, and by the way, the book of Acts is about Peter and Paul. That's it, Peter and Paul. Next time you open Acts, Peter and Paul. Not doctrine, history. So Paul goes up to Peter in Galatians 2 and says, Peter, you're the reason why there's problems in the church. Peter said, what do you mean? Now, Peter was the lead disciple. He said, because when you with the Gentiles, you eating ribs and chitlins and pork chops. But the minute you with the Jews, you eating kosher. And you don't confuse everybody. But I smell the chitlins on your breath. You know, you know, you know, I watch Christians. Now, now don't get me wrong. I'm, 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 you, you, you know, I don't, I don't really eat a lot of pork. I don't really eat, I, I eat bacon, but I don't eat pork. You, you ain't cut down my bacon. I'm going to heaven with bacon. Oscar and Meyer. Uh, uh, but, but, but the fact of the matter is, you're not going to put me in a corner about eating pork. I ain't going to allow it, because we ate pork and beans too many years. Spam and... Are y'all are with me? Come on now. Whatever your mother put on the table, you just sit there and say, Salam alaikum, is this pork? I'm tired of Christians trying to be everything. Now, 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 a lot of pork is not good for your blood pressure. A lot of pork is not good for you. We understand this. But please, saints, Jesus said it's not what goes into you. It's what comes out of you. You're full of hell because hell's in you. It ain't got nothing to do with your diet. And I ain't eating lettuce and get hit by a truck. I'm going to enjoy myself. Hot wings and... Help me, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I ain't going to none of these little shops that just sell salads and, amen, all kind of beans you ain't never heard of. And, you know, uh, I ain't fooling with that. Eating is an enjoyment. So I give me my prime rib and come on now. Every time we go away, he go, he go. He go green eating that salmon. I said, your eyes are going to turn green at night. <laughs> In the name of Jesus. 
Then you got other, and it catches on. Well, I eat salmon. I eat a lot of salmon too. It's good for you. Well, you keep eating. Praise the name of Jesus. Keep eating. The Hebrews ate steak, lamb. Come on now, short ribs. That's what the Hebrews ate. Go, go look at 11, you know, Leviticus chapter 11. Talk about, well, 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 well we just eat fish. Well, uh, excuse me, in the dietary chapter of the law, you couldn't eat shrimp. How many of y'all eat shrimp? You eat too much. That's why you got all that gout in your feet. You can't, you can't even walk. You can, hey, 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 man, shrimp and lobster. That, that wasn't in the, the diet of the law. Do I have a witness? Y'all don't want to say amen. That's all right. Amen. Stick with your chicken. That, 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 that is, he said, that God engineered Paul's very reception of the gospel. In other words, if God wasn't in the reception of the gospel, I would have never believed. The whole belief system is because God touched your heart. Thank you, Jesus, for touching my heart. That's why I'm so, amen. That's why this stuff is so personal. I, know, I knew where I was going. I knew what I was doing. But God, he decided providentially to touch my life, open up my ears, open up my eyes, open up my heart, and gave me a reception to the word. Are y'all are praying with me? That's why Isaiah said in Isaiah 6, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. Now, King Uzziah was his cousin. Isaiah said, I couldn't see because of him. So God moved him so he could see. That, 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 that is that when we begin to understand the very reception of the gospel, you didn't come to your senses that you needed to be saved and you needed to go to church, you needed to commit your life to Christ. That was God's business. Won't he touch you? He found Paul on that Damascus road. You remember the story. Paul had papers in his hands going to Damascus. Paul killed Christians. He locked them up. He beat them to a pulp. And on his way to Damascus, a light at noon outshined the sun. And the light said, Saul, Saul means great one, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? When you do God's people wrong, you do Jesus wrong. He said, who are you, Lord? He said, I'm Jesus. Didn't he say that? Paul, it's hard for you to kick against the pricks. I, I, I had a life where I had to study that out. See, the pricks is a metal partition between the chariot rider and the horse. And every now and then, the, the horse would get angry at the chariot rider for whipping him, and he would kick back at the rider. But he was only hurting himself because there was a metal partition there. When you do something against Jesus, you're only hurting yourself. You ain't hurting him. That, 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 and, 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 and there's three separate accounts of his conversion, chapter 9, 22, and 26. Why three? Because each one has a different flavor to it. He stood before Felix and Agrippa. He, he gave his life history. That's, that's why I go so much. Yeah, some, some of y'all want. I go back, unlike other pastors, into my former life. I go back and tell you some of the stuff I did. I'm not concerned about what you think about me. You, I ain't losing no sleep over you. Because my Bible says all have sinned. There's none righteous, no, not one. You're just trying to be cute. I ain't trying to be cute. I know where the Lord brought me from. 
And, and the reason I keep mentioning it, because I want you to give him the glory for the changes in my life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Bought us from a mighty long way. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Look at the second thing I want you to see here. God engineered Paul's rescue. Verse 13 and 15, by the gospel. No, 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 no. Look at verse 13. For ye have heard of my life, conversation, in times past in the Jews' religion, Judaism. How that beyond measure, now the, the phrase beyond measure means Paul went wild. He, he lost it. I persecuted the church of God and I wasted it. Now, 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 this is a mysterion. You, know, you would think somebody that goes into the church and wastes it, God would waste them. That's right. And even Ananias had problems. He told, he told Paul, he blinded Paul, said, now go into the street called Straight and look for one Ananias. Remember that, Acts 9? Yeah. Ananias prayed to Jesus and said, what are you doing? Are you kidding me? Don't we disagree with God sometimes? And I said, this man is killing the church. And you want to save him? He arguing with Jesus. How many argued with Jesus before? Oh, oh y'all doing good. Where did his wife come from? Where did his husband come from? Where did his kids come from? Lord, you mean you led me to this? Check it out. I want you to see this. He wasted it and profited in the Jews' religion above many of my equals in my own nation, being more exceedingly zealous of the traditions of my fathers. I mean, I grew up in them. them I, look, I grew up in them traditional churches. Right there in South Philly, man. Women's Day, Men's Day. It wasn't nothing but a contest who could raise the most money. Remember that? Remember auxiliaries, bus trips? There were no casinos. We had a Sunday school trip every year going to Mays Landing. When we got on them eight buses going to Mays Landing, folk was pulling out liquor. Y'all, come, y'all remember that? Drunk as a skunk. Deep. And we 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 already was acquainted with all that. And Jesus' name wasn't even mentioned. It's tight. Well, we, we're here to celebrate. Celebrate what? That, that is, that is, child of God. Eh, God called him out. He rescued him. Now, Paul, stop Paul's and Park of how God called you out. Ek, E-K, out of. We was in some stuff, Doc. And God called us out of. Mm. Out of darkness into his marvelous light. Some of us are these little cutie, two-shoe two people. Well, I, I didn't do everything pastor did. You're still going to hell. I knew you, Jeremiah. I called you. I sanctified you. I rescued you. God rescued us. You know what separates us from people that uh, are not only going to hell, but people that got into stuff, is that the Spirit of God put boundaries up. Do, do I have a witness? But for the grace of God, I could have had AIDS because I was reckless 
Are, y- are y'all getting this? Amen. And y'all ain't got to look at me funny. You was reckless too. Somebody blew in your air, now you want to disrobe. You know, you know we, we, we were reckless, Doc. We were reckless. And, and when I start thinking about how the Lord pulled me out, somebody said, with smoke, still in my garments, and put me on a street called Straight. And I went through, a, listen, listen, I went through some traumatic, changes in my conversion experience because I struggled, unlike you, trying to live right for the Lord. I struggled, man. This flesh had me. This flesh was making demands of me. I couldn't stop nothing on my own. Now, I know I'm not talking about you because y'all, you know, y'all got it all together, but I, I could not stop what I was doing on my own. I was struggling all over the place. Struggling with sanctification. Struggling with stopping this and stopping that. Struggling, come on now, with, with, with living the way God wanted me to live. Struggling. And, and, but God, who's rich in mercy, he comes alongside of us and he enables us Come on now, to be able to overcome stuff that we can't overcome on our own. Can I get a witness? Yeah, overcome stuff in the name of Jesus. You know, I, I, people around the church in, in 32 years, they well, Pastor, I really love thee, and I said, okay, baby, we're going to be praying. Well, I, you know, I need a, what is it they need? A, I need a, what do you, what you call it when they got a, Figure out what went wrong. They gotta, uh, oh, I need closure. I need closure. Closure? They left you. What, what you need about closure? Close the door. What, what you need closure for? Now, you, you uh, Leroy, raise your hand. Y'all go to Leroy if you need closure. Don't come to me. Because I'm going to tell you, you don't need no closure. You need to close the door. Why are you crying at night to somebody that they don't even want to think about you? That's a victim. They hit us. Anyway, moon right along. I wish I would cry. I'm leaving. Bye. Fooling with that? Ain't fooling with that. Life's too short. And I don't want you with me unless you want to be there anyhow. Now, now y'all might think that's pride, but no, I ain't rolling like that. I ain't rolling like that, Doc. The rescue, hang in there with me, comes as Paul realizes there's a power behind his mess. There's a power behind his mess. I was in, I was in the airport coming back from Mississippi, and uh, we we got we left Atlanta late. No, we left Mississippi late and got into Atlanta, and we had to go all the way across the airport to get our gate, and it was, really, people was already boarding. So I said, man, I ain't doing all this work. So this guy come along with a chair. I said, let me get the chair, man. And he rolling for me. So I get to the gate, and this lady walks up to me and says, you look kind of young. I said, listen, baby. <laughs> I said, I served this nation seven years. In other words, mind your business and go, and go to the White House and tell him to walk. Forget, forget that. I ain't walking nowhere. I'm paid my dues. And I was, I was like Bruce Button. I was fine. <laughs> uh, fact, fact, fact of the matter is, is that, yeah, Sister Gordon taught me something. 
do not ask people if 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 somebody doesn't ask you for your opinion, don't give it. That's a good policy. Why? Mind your business. Now, if I ask you, so Reverend Jackson, what do you think about this? Then you give your opinion. I'm on the National Baptist platform as the vice president. I have never come out with all my observations and gave an opinion about anything because I wasn't asked. And I'm not the president. Are, are y'all getting this? So if he asks me, well, Gordon, what do you think? And they have asked me, if we get through it, I give my opinion and let it go. But uh, people want to give their opinion and nobody asks you for it. Mm. 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 We, 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 we see God's sovereignty, we see God's specificity, we see God's, amen, supervision of this whole thing called, listen, uh, being rescued. I'm committed to the lost, I'm committed to those that are weak, I'm committed to those that are in trouble because I know where the Lord brought me from. I'll never lose that. He's been merciful. He's been good. He's been gracious. He's been all-powerful. Can I get a witness? He hasn't dealt with me according to my sins, nor has he rewarded me according to my iniquities, but the Lord has been good. So how can I criticize you when the Lord didn't criticize me? There you go. That's the devil saying he's preaching too long. God, 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 God engineered. I, I, I'm only playing, baby. Let it ring. God engineered. Uh, I got to bring this thing on in now. Paul's revelation. Paul's revelation, uh, real quick, 16 to 20. Are y'all with me? To reveal his son in me that I might preach him among the heathen. Immediately I conferred not with flesh and blood. Neither went I up to Jerusalem to them that were apostles before me. But I went into Arabia and returned again unto Damascus. Then after three years, see he was face to face with Jesus, three years. Look, I went up to Jerusalem to see Peter and abode with him 15 days. That, that is, Paul Paul is saying, everything that came to me came by way of inspiration, came through the revelation, came through the illumination. Uh, all scripture is God-breathed. Uh, listen, uh, we ought to, yeah, uh, we ought to take in the information but not the participation. I was witnessing to a Jew years ago, and he said, well, you know, unlike you, we don't believe in the New Testament. I said, that's fair. We don't believe in Jesus. Okay, I understand. He said, all we believe is the Pentateuch or the Torah, first five books. So I said, okay, let's go into the first five books, and I trapped him. I said, uh... Have you been to Jerusalem three times this year? No. Did you take a lamb to the high priest without blemish to be sacrificed for your sins? No, we don't do that no more. Okay. Did your high priest go into the Holy of Holies with blood in the basin? No, no, no. I said, well, you're going to hell. Let me trap you in the very thing you say you believe. Are y'all are y'all getting this? Uh, uh, that 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 is that is child of God. The law was not meant to be practiced. 
the principles of the law were meant to be practiced. The law was is dead works that's no longer in view. And everything in the Old Testament, the 39 books in the Old Testament, can't free you, can't justify you, can't save you, can't sanctify you, can't change you. So if all your meditations in the Old Testament, you're getting ready to crash. Can I get a witness? All you got to do is go home and read Romans, how Paul says that the law, and in Galatians, the law was a schoolmaster to bring us to Christ. Now, 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 child of God, what does that mean? The law was used, Lord have mercy, to frustrate us, not to liberate us. When I look at the Ten Commandments, the first five is that God, the second five is that man, whatever, whatever. When I look at the Ten Commandments, God knew no man can live the Ten Commandments. You can't live the Ten Commandments. You can't live the 400 ordinances. You can't do it. You can't. It's meant to be lived by someone who is perfect, Jesus, who fulfilled the law. And the minute you drop one part of the law, you're going to hell. Can I get a witness? So the schoolmaster is to cry out and say, what must I do to be saved? I need help trying to live for God. And Jesus steps in and say, I am your high priest. I, I, I am your advocate. Can I get a witness? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I am your friend. I'm your rock. I'm your shepherd. I'm your high tower. I'm your refuge. I'm your strength. I'm, I'm a present help in the time of trouble. Can I get a witness? You, you, you got to understand the design of the law. These guys walking around with these uh, daishikis. I ain't wearing no daishiki. These long sheets. Walking around with long sheets and stuff on their head. And trying to get you to go back into the law. Do I have a witness? Oh, God, help me, Jesus. Listen, if I'm going to wear a sheet and a head covering and I'm going to be hot in 95-degree weather, I don't need to go to hell, too. I don't want to offend nobody. You need to offend somebody. Baby, you're going to hell. You need to be saved. Can I get a witness? In love. In love. You got loved ones you need to go. You, you need to call a day. You need to open up your Facebook and say, face this. You, you need to be clear because it's appointed unto men once to die, then the judgment. Doesn't the Bible say that? Hmm? All right, all right, all right. The last thing God engineered was his reward. Verses 21. I love this. The 24, chapter 1. Are you with me? Uh, afterwards, I came into the regions of Syria and Cilicia and was unknown by face unto the churches of Judea, which were in Christ. But they, now, now watch the glory, but they had heard only that he which persecuted us in times past now preacheth the faith that he destroyed. Isn't that deep? The very thing he did before he was saved, now he has reversed his message to win them, Lord have mercy, from damnation. 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 And see, I get frustrated because I tried all that stuff. I used to, when, when I first came here 32 years ago, we had a youth retreat. I took the youth up in the mountains, Camp Streamside. And I said, listen, don't put yourself in the position of vulnerability. Because the flesh nature is not even subject to the Word of God. Are y'all getting this? So if I'm sitting on a couch with you and turn the lights out and blowing in your air, I can't start quoting scripture. 
the Lord is my light and my son. That ain't working, dog. That ain't working. That flesh nature will turn you over, man. Can I get a witness? That flesh nature, that flesh nature, that flesh nature uh, will turn. I shared this with Sister Gordon as I close. It was a young lady who was saved, a superior Christian in her walk. She lived in South Philly. We all went up to Pastor Ruffins for Bible study. We, we all, I mean, I will not mention name, great Christian. You talking about a walk and a worship experience. And I, you know, I was single and, and had my own house. And she called me up on Christmas Eve and she said, and you know, we were just platonic friends. She said, can I come around and talk to you? I said, well, what's wrong? And she came around and she broke out crying. She said, I was tempted to go and buy some joint. I just can't make it through the night. Now, I didn't say let's chip in. <laughs> I, pr I prayed with her. That's what you would do. I prayed with her. Understanding the flesh nature. You know what happened in her life? Satan cornered her. Satan gave her no way out. Satan, amen, kept messing with her mind that God didn't want her to be happy. Do I have a witness? And child of God, when you understand that providence are the steps of a good man, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Providence is the stewardship of a godly man. Providence is the strength of a God-ridden man. Providence are the structures of God. God's call. You know why some of y'all don't have peace and you ain't happy? Because you won't accept the providence. You got a different agenda than what God's got for you. And you think you're great. Ain't nothing great about you. You stink. And you need to lower your head and say, Lord... Let me humble myself so I can get this puzzle in place. Let me be in the place of God like Joseph. Let me be in the prophet of God like Paul. Child of God, you got to accept the providence. You can't negotiate it. You can't change it. God's plan is already in place. And that's where the peace comes from. Me knowing that I'm in God's plan. Can I get a witness? His, his plan will bless you. His plan will keep you. His plan, amen, will referee your faith. His plan will referee your fights. His plan will reward your finish. That's why Paul said in 2 Timothy 4, I fought a good fight. I finished my course. I kept the faith. Now and is later for me a crown of righteousness, uh, the, the serenity prayer. Look at this. Lord... Help me to accept the things I cannot change. The courage to change what I can and the wisdom to know the difference. Certain things you and I are not changing. Let God be God. Let God's plan be your power base. This is what the Lord has called me to. I accept it. And watch the peace of God that passes all understanding will keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Even Jesus had to accept the providence of God. Can I get a witness? He had to go to the cross. He didn't want to die, but he died anyhow. He was buried in a borrowed tomb, but early on Sunday morning, he got up with all power in his hands. Why? Because he said something to the Pharisees, destroy this temple. And in three days, I'll raise it up. Won't he raise you up? Let the puzzle become plain in the hands of God. Stop striving. Stop trying to invent. Stop trying to change. Let God be God. The providence will bring you peace, power, and placement. Let's stay on our feet this morning. 
As every head is bowed, every eyes closed. If you're here this morning, our focus is the providence of Almighty God. If you want to be saved, raise your hand. Jesus wants to save you. He died for your sins, was buried, and rose again. Or if you want to join the church in your Christian experience, raise your hand. We'd love to have you. Is there one? Is there one? Our Father, help us to accept your providence with all of its trappings. And we thank you for a settled and peaceful mindset. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. As we enter into a communion real quick, shh, reach down and pull out of the basket the flask, open it up, pull the wafer out, no talking. If you need help, raise your hand, the deacon's available. There's transition. Jesus was eating supper, and on the third passing of the cup, he decided...